It's 6 o'clock. It's MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. And we are here for the Joke Workshop every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. We've got, it looks like real people here today, which is interesting. That's weird. Uh, the way the Joke Workshop works, the first eight comedians get four-minute sets. Uh, after they do three minutes, they get the horn, so they know they have a minute left. And then we have comments for four minutes where um, I take notes. I encourage everyone to take notes and be really kind and helpful in any way that you can. And we give tags all the time. And if, if people aren't telling you what you want to hear or whatever, you can always ask questions and uh, we can use your time. Hey, Ian. Uh, before the rest of the, the first couple of people who are on the list aren't here yet, so I'm going to just do a quick set because I have a couple quick jokes, and then we'll get started on the joke workshop. Okay, yay for me, yay. Does this thing work? Okay, good. So... <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this lately. Guys keep talking about microdosing food. Have you heard about this? They're, they're calling it intermittent fasting. Have you heard about the guys intermittent fasting? So they're going to mansplain anorexia to me? <laughs> Been doing this for 30 years. You don't think I know how to do this? Come on. Actually, I don't, um, can't afford it used to be bulimic. Uh, that's an unaffordable disease. That's a rich girl's disease, right? Because it makes you four times the consumer, which is great for the American economy, but terrible for my pocketbook. Also, I have to be anorexic because I'm on food stamps. So that's what I have to do. Actually, I, I'm, I don't really, I'm, I don't have an eating disorder anymore. I'm an alcoholic, but at 46, <laughs> <laughs> They're just a different disorder. At 46, I'm finally, I feel hot for the first time, yeah. right? Because I'm going through menopause. Like, I'm on fire all the time. I finally feel hot. Oh, my God, I'm sweating everywhere. It's awful. It's I smell. I've never showered this much. I feel like... I need to go to Burning Man and like put playa dust just on me for the alkaline thing. No, I, I shower, I've never showered this much in my entire life. I've always been a real conserver of water, of all things. I try to think of myself as an environmentalist, right? So when I throw up, I do it into the composting. <laughs> Regurgitate, renew, recycle. Because that highly acidic vomit <laughs> composting is gonna be great for the wine vines in Napa. Pinot 2021. It's going to be great. Okay, those are my new jokes. I just wanted to do them. Yay, your first comedian on the list is actually here. I'll run around, and um, but um, yay. Okay. All right, your first comedian. Take notes, and everybody remember, uh, it's three minutes, then a minute left, and then we talk, and put your hands together for your first comedian, everybody, Damian Montes. <laughs> Give it up for Pam, guys. Give it up for her. I think she is hot. You guys agree? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. Uh, thanks for coming out, guys. I, um, I'm gay. Yeah. My wife hates when I tell people that. Um, we'll get through it, though. 
me and my mom, my, my wife actually just gave me the green light for a group threesome. Yeah, two dudes and I watch. Um, <laughs> not cool. No, she did just give me the green light for uh, a threesome. It was a, it was, it felt like a test. You know, has has anybody in here had a threesome? Okay, two gay guys. Okay. Hopefully us three later. Okay. Awesome. How was it? Yeah. Okay. They were both. I'm just more than three. Three plus. Wow. Are you guys still friends after? Did you guys get in a relationship after? Okay. Okay. Okay, so Facebook friends, close enough, you get to know the drama. Okay, okay, cool. No, I feel like it's a test for me, man. I feel like she just wants me to see how I react. She was like, I'm down to have a three-way with a woman. And I was like, oh, um, do you have any in mind? And she's like, I don't know, do you? And then I was just like, oh, fuck. It felt like a test. I don't know, I'm excited. All right, cool, I'll take your guys' advice. Find a relationship, couple, and stay on my Facebook. Cool, awesome. It'll be like market space, looking for a three-way. All right, guys. Cool. I'm Mexican. I am Mexican. Uh, nobody believes me when I say that because, like you guys, I can also see my skin. Um, the skin doesn't help me prove my point. The skin doesn't say that I speak Spanish. The skin says I call the police on people who speak Spanish. Um, all right, that was too real. Cool. Uh, I like being Mexican. People always say, you're Mexican? Prove it. So I just start cleaning stuff. I start selling cut up fruit. Um, I do the jobs that these other people won't. Okay, cool. I'm out here. I'm still going. All right. One more minute. I am Mexican. I am a bottom. I'm telling the truth here for you guys. I'm <laughs> spilling my soul here. Um, I married a, my wife was really funny the other day. I was like, hey, babe, do you want to have a quickie? And she was like, that's the only speed you know. I was like, what? Okay, you're funny. But she's smart, too, because when we finished 30 seconds later, I was like, hey, babe, do you want a cup of noodle? And her smart ass was like, does everything in this house only take three minutes to finish? I was like, what? Smart, very smart woman. I'm in love with her. I'm very happy. Um, cool. One minute coming up. Let's try, try some like one-liners. Okay. Guys, um, guys, I, uh, I, I don't know how you guys feel about children, but I strongly believe in adoption. Yes? Do you guys believe in adoption? Yeah. Give your kids away. Okay. Uh, uh, the last time I was single, this woman asked me if I, she takes me home, what drugs does she want me to be on if we had sex? And I told her the obvious answer, birth control. Cool, cool. Guys, what's the number one least spoken language in the world? Sign language. Ah, I just said cunt. Okay, that was my time. <laughs> Give it up for Pam. Appreciate it, guys. Damien Montez, everyone. Cool. Uh, I don't know what happened to my music there. That was weird. Um, yay. Okay, so there's microphones um, all about. There are some back here, and there are some in there, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so your, your crowd work is great. All that stuff about the threesomes and the crowd work, that was lovely. Oh, yeah. I was just taking notes. So this is a real-life uh, advice I was looking for, actually. Yeah. I was 
I was down with all of that. Yes. Um, on the marketplace, I don't know if there's a price for the marketplace. Maybe there's an emotional mm. price when you put it on marketplace. Emotional or, price, $69. Like, yeah, some kind of a price might be a good tag on that. Nice. And then other tags for you. Um, I start cleaning things. I sell fruit. Uh, digging tunnels, drug mm. trafficking, taking care of people's children, nannying. I just grab someone's child okay. and start taking care of it. I like that. Um, I don't know. That might be a third one. I was just thinking of tags because like you've started them on a list and I'm just like, continue, continue. I'll do 12 tags. Cool. Right, And then make 12 tags and choose the best three, right? Yeah. Right on. Right uh, on. Peter has things to say. Um, on the marketplace thing, like I feel like, like similar to the like adding in the $69 or something, like... I know it was like riffing and whatnot, but I think like there's a way you can make it like the, the descriptions on Facebook marketplace are always just so freaking creepy. Mm -hmm. Like you can just go crazy and chaotic and wherever you want to go with that. Mm. What, where is like the end game on the like gay bit throughout there? Are they, are you working toward like a callback there's for a, it at the end? There's a whole like, bit. I just don't have time. So I just grabbed it. Yeah. But like I have a whole bit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was, I, I like it. I, I've heard it a few times, and I, I was wondering if there was gonna be like a callback at the end somewhere with that. Okay. Maybe, maybe you have that already, but. Yeah. If I bring it up, I'll bring a callback. I hear what you're saying. Right on. I appreciate it. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. It's on now. Yeah, I mean, I really like what you're doing. And like do that other one. That one's not just not a good one. I don't know what's happening. I really like what you're doing there, Damien. It's just like sometimes when you go into the gay bit, it just feels like a gay bit. Mm -hmm. So I just be aware of that sometimes. Like it just feels like I'm just doing. Oh, I'm talking about gay. So I would like to see some kind of follow through at the end, like they say, because you know, don't just don't leave it like hey. Oh like right, that. have have a connection, like have a dog yeah. in the fight, because it, it's like it's like it's like um one time like a 17 year old kid was talking about menopause, and I was like, bro, you ain't got no dog in the fight unless you're mm -hmm. talking about your mom. Because if you're talking about your mom and then you're talking about menopause, all right, all right, I can listen to you because you have a perspective. But like otherwise, it could feel. But also, I understand we're out of context here and all that kind of stuff. You know, and you know. Right on, right on. Um, any other any other comments? Comments? Anybody? Cool guys, thank Clap you. Your hands See you guys together around. For Bye. Monte. Oh, and uh, come to Grant and Green if me and Pam are hosting. If you want to do a set later tonight at nine thirty, it'll be awesome. Grant and Green, Grant and Green, Green Grant. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Pam. Right? Yes. Ooh, Grant and Green. Grant and Green. Love Grant you guys. Green. Yeah, tonight. Damian Montez, everyone. All right. You're a nice comedian. Um, I'm super excited. He's like one of my favorite people, and he is going to be an integral part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up in October, the sixth annual. So I'm excited that he's here and he's wonderful. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeyer. Yes, I do have a dog in the fight. I'm gay. Woo! Here's my butthole. Hi, gents. Happy Monday. Okay. Um, I spent the weekend at a wedding. Don't applaud. It was for straight people. We don't support their love. Uh, I went out of town for it. I, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. And I walked into the hotel room. I was sharing the hotel room with my British girlfriend. And she was like, huh, this place smells like fags. And I was like, oh, honey, I wish. Comics, is there anything you love more than watching the best man bomb the speech? Like, there's nothing I love more than watching some cocky douchebag, like, finally attempt stand-up for the first time and sucking at it. Like, I'm heckling from my table at the dinner, like,
No, it was a fun weekend. As fun as straight love can be. Like, I feel like I've seen it all with straight weddings. You know, they're just so traditional. And 60 years from now, when I finally settle down with the sugar daddy of my dreams, my wedding is going to be anything but traditional. Okay, here's how my wedding's going to go. First of all, the flower girl, no germy children allowed at my wedding. Okay, my flower girl's going to be a drag queen. Because if you are at my wedding as a female, you had better be tucking your dick. I will not have a ring bearer. I will have a ring bear. And we are not going to express our eternal bond to each other through rings. We're actually going to have matching harnesses. Oh, and the reception, that shit's going to be lit. Like, I'm going to show up in a fucking chariot that is being dragged by, like, submissive twinks who are shirtless, wearing leashes around their neck. I'll be like, much! And all of the guests, you know, you, typically you get, like, some sort of gift for attending the wedding. All of my guests get Molly. Because I want that dance floor to be lit. Like, I am going to have fireworks. There are going to be naked men doing the trapeze from the ceiling. And they will have to catch the other bar with their erect penis because it is my special day. And then we are going to have all of the gay jams. We're going to have Britney, Gaga, Madonna, like the whole thing. But you know what we are not having on my dance floor at my wedding? We are not having the couples dance. You know the one I'm talking about? Where it's like, if you've been married four years, get off the dance floor. Fifteen years, get off. Fuck that, okay? Here's what I'm doing instead. We're doing that dance with single people. So it's going to be like, if you've only got five matches on hinge, get off the dance floor. For everyone's sake. If you've been ghosted 20 times, take a fucking hint. Here is the one thing I can guarantee about my wedding, okay? My wedding will definitely smell like fags. That's my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank you. Yay. Yay. And then yay, Peter Struckmeyer. Oh, my God. That was amazing, your wedding material. It's, it's perfect. Your energy is awesome. Everything is, it's like, oh, I can't believe you just went to the wedding this weekend and you already have this, like, amazing. Technically, you went last weekend. But, but you have this joke you can use forever in mm. almost any context, and it's yeah. totally personal to you, and you have so many great tags in there. The only thing I could possibly say is that one time I went to Folsom Street Fair, and there were people with ponytail butt plugs. <gasps> so they're like little horses. So they're, like, dressed up as horses with a little harness. I saw yeah. a lady being like, just like you were saying with the chariot, which is why it was so relatable. Cause I was like, that is very gay. Oh <laughs> like, my God. There are so, so <laughs> okay. Pun intended. There are so many places I could put that in that bit. <laughs> like it could be the twinks. I could be wearing it. Like the guests could get them instead. I love it. Tail butt plugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was, the, that was the only thing I could possibly think to add would be yeah. the ponytail butt plugs or possibly some reference to Martha Stewart somewhere like Martha Stewart oh. on, like Martha Stewart's on Molly and that's how she did the flower or something like, yeah. I, just cause I don't know. I love Martha. She is a gay icon. And, and, and it's a wedding. She's like quintessential for weddings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was amazing. Thank you. You could say like if your mom, when your mom took the Molly, she turned into Martha Stewart. Like that would yes. be pretty funny. 
That'd be yes. hilarious. I really liked, um, Pam was right about the wedding. Like w there's going to be weddings forever. So wedding right. material is amazing. And I really liked the part where you were like the flower girl is going to be like in drag. Yeah. I, I imagine like RuPaul's drag race and yeah. like having the, her little moment, it's little moment and just like really shining in that moment, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, that was a great joke, man. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. Uh, j yeah, j just like a one little thing, maybe yeah. put that, like you could say, I I'm going to put ecstasy in the cake. Ooh. She didn't mention the cake, and I was waiting for like a cake part. So oh, it, it, yeah. it's just a small suggestion, just to be like, even the kids are on ecstasy. Like everybody's on ecstasy. Uh, like, yeah. Even the dogs. Oh uh, yeah, but that's all I got. Thank you. I also you. feel Good like job. I need like a penis-shaped cake or something for the wedding. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. That too. Um, that was that was exactly where I was gonna go. Was like. The one thing I haven't quite figured out, but like popped into my head the other day was like, if there's a bachelor party angle to this, right? Uh, yeah. Because it's also like two gay men. Like, do you have the same bachelor? Do you have different bachelor? Oh, it's also like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I like it. These are real quick. Like, one, I don't know how it works. Period. And two, like, how do I make it funny and into a bit? <laughs> well, there's only one way to find there's out. There's only one way to find out. Okay. Okay. Also, Pam, before I forget, when you mentioned Burning Man, I want to know how Burning Man works. I had a long debate about this when I was drunk with a friend on Saturday night. So at some point, how I would like to... How it works? Like, how it works? Like, legit... Like, like, what's the itinerary? There isn't... You make it up yourself. Okay. You, you decide. But I want to know, like, when you do the drugs and when you have sex in the in the dirt. Well, you gotta... F I mean, I can tell you, but that's my own personal okay. way I don't want to eat into people's time with that, but I do want to oh, have we, that we're conversation We're still in later. your time, but I will okay. tell people that when you're doing drugs over an entire week period of time you have to sort of do them at different periods and dose up you can't if you if you take all your drugs the first day you burn out all your receptors oh, and then it doesn't smart. work and then you have to keep taking more and more and it doesn't work anymore it's just because of like the way your brain works so i could talk to you all about yeah, that later okay, okay. and one thing i know how to do mm. is drugs, drugs. Yay. <laughs> everybody clap your hands Woo, together thanks, for everyone. peter struckmeyer <laughs> yay and I don't do crazy drugs anymore because everyone's dying from them and I'm too old. But I used to, and I still remember. And this is funny. I'm watching this show on Netflix. It's a really great soap opera called Manifest. Everything's a soap opera, right? But they've mentioned midazolam three times now. And that's the drug that I talk about being my favorite drug that I use in a joke. And I'm like, motherfuckers, I know midazolam is the shit. Anyways, they're using it in the show, and every time they say it, I'm just tickled pink. Your next comedian, he's such a songster, and I'm so glad he's back on the scene. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared Hawley! Yeah. All right, I hope that's working. Anyway, so normally I open with a song. I'm going to see if we can close with one today. So my name is Jared, and in order of descending privilege, I am a conservative heterosexual, masculine-presenting, cisgendered, black, male, nerd, socialist. Thank you. Long story short, that means I'm on no one's side. What that comes down to is, so let me explain. As a conservative, I'm not a Republican. American Republicans are a different issue, a lot of that having to do with the Dixiecrats and, well, racism. But I am a conservative because I'm a black man in America, and that means I believe in the Second Amendment. Because if the cops have guns, I need guns. That's all I'm saying. I'm also conservative in the, in the form of if you want to do something in your goddamn house, it's not my fucking problem. 
if you want to do something with your goddamn body, body, it's not my fucking problem. And I will continue to vote as if it's not my fucking problem because I have no right to tell you what the fuck to do. That's original Lincoln conservatism. It's out there, guys. The other problem with this is as a socialist, I also find myself in the library often because that's the only socialist um, construct that we have in America that we have free access to outside of the military, and I got a bad back, they wouldn't take me. I also have this problem with shooting brown people for no reason. So it's like, ugh, all these things. And it, it, it brings you into this like weird conversation when you're talking to people, especially in San Francisco. I'm a deeply religious person, hence some of my conservatism, but you know what? Part of my faith is that the earth is the only book of God. The Bible was just written by a bunch of dudes who were trying to say, how can I make sure that I can still get some pussy <laughs> and power? I mean, like the entire, that's my baby outside. She's not happy with this joke. It's brand new. <laughs> but um, even the Pope is, is, uh, is suspect to this stuff. I mean, all, the entire idea of the Pope is he's infallible. He's not supposed to be replaced in his lifetime. And yet, once we had Emperor Palpatine up there, we kind of changed that around. <laughs> These things are supposed to be fluid. You're supposed to move with society, not fight against it. Like, even Abraham Lincoln was like, you know, I only freed the slaves to keep the union together because of my conservative standpoint. Lincoln was a conservative in trying to keep the United States together. He was not a fan of black people. He spent half of his election trying to distance himself from black people because they kept trying to prove that his mom was a nigga. I mean, like, these are the things you can find in history. Thank you. And so what I want to do is I want to introduce you guys to a protest song that I really want you to take to your next union meeting, next take to your next march, because it's something that's going to work for us. It's a Solidarity forever, solidarity forever, solidarity forever, the unions make us strong. Now everybody sing it with me. Solidarity forever, solidarity forever. Solidarity forever, the union makes us strong. Union, strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's my time. Jared Holly, everyone. In the union. Uh, I, I love the, the opening line under the descending. That was all just fantastic, and your energy is perfect. Um, you lost me a little at the beginning of Lincoln. Okay. And then, and then I was like, is it, and then I was like, it's, I know it's, but you're so uh, engaging on stage that you could say anything. And I'm like enjoying watching you. Like it doesn't matter. But I was, I did get a little lost. I'm like, I'm, I don't know what to do with it. And then, um, and then the baby's really cute. Um, 
Palpatine, can you make another Star Wars reference? Because you, at the beginning, you talk about nerd in the descending boobadoo boops, and then you say nerd pretty far down there, and yep. then you throw Palpatine in. So I'm like, if you could throw another Star Wars reference in and then bring us back to a reference of nerd. That yeah, I got might... lost a little bit of myself. I was supposed to talk about Usonian Empire and say that I have been watching Star Wars too long to believe that any empire is a good idea. Right, sure. Yeah. Well, that would be the reference that would go to Palpatine. Because I, I was like, oh, Palpatine, that's funny, because it sounds like a pope, but it's mm -hmm. from Star Wars. But it's deep. It's a deep cut. So, I mean, I, I got it. Uh, other, other kinds. But it's, you're so entertaining. I just want to say you're so entertaining on stage. Like, you're amazing. Yeah, I, I forgot that the, the part of your opening was that you're a nerd until, like, the, like she just mentioned the Palpatine part. So maybe there's, like, a callback to, like, told you I was a nerd or something okay. like that. It sounds like you had more content in there around that anyway. Um, I love your energy on stage. I love all the content. I'm almost wondering if the structure of it is, like, more, like, A, B, A, B versus, like, I'm conservative and all of these things. And then, mm -hmm. like, I am socialist. If it's, like, you're ping-ponging back and forth and then we're, like, laughing along the way at the contrast between the two okay like it's a little more like polar opposite than like like i was like oh like this is all really funny and then it was like oh like this is already really funny but i feel like you'd like yeah like it'd be better if i could be like all right so yes i believe in guns but i also believe in universal health exactly exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um but i loved it i love your energy on stage thank you Hey, uh, your uh, voice is beautiful, number one, and you're commanding on stage, which is great, and you have our attention, you have my attention the whole time. Uh, I, I just feel like maybe within the, within the context, just more punchlines, just like somehow, somehow increase the, the density of your, of your punchlines, concentration of punchlines within the context, or within the, within the stand-up, because you're clearly, I mean, you're clearly have a huge brain, and you clearly have great content. I just need more, more punches, within the, within the, within the routine. Thank you. The brain is just the glasses. <laughs> uh, anyone else? What? We have one more. Um, I want to hear an entire bit about why the library is weird, in particular in SF. When you mentioned the library, I was like, I bet there's freaks at the library here in San Francisco. I have a I friend who used to work as a librarian, and some dude shit in his shirt and then did the, like, Petey Pablo swing oh my God. his head a helicopter. That's like five minutes right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank for you, guys. Jared Holly. <laughs> Yay. All right. Uh, your next comic, he's uh, relatively new to the room. Put your hands together. Everybody take notes and be kind. It's Tom Filfner. You can just call me Tommy T, I decided, because my last name is unpronounceable. Um, thank you, Pam, and thank you for the advice about the drugs. I actually need a week-long drug trip, and I, wasn't, I had no idea. I would have fucking blown it the first day, so I feel educated. All right, it's sad when a uh, global pandemic makes you healthier, right? Like I, like my friends have been like, oh my God, I drink a bottle of wine every night now. And I'm like, yeah, I drink like three instead of six. So I'm like kind of on a health kick at this. Also, I started vaping and eating edibles, not smoking joints. So I actually think I'm my, if any of you do software engineering, I'm thinking about doing an app, like a health app for people that are like, I don't wanna change my lifestyle. I just wanna be healthier. Um, <laughs> So I'm one of the most privileged people I know because I was in Boy Scouts and I was an altar server and I wasn't molested. <laughs> uh, that's like dodging a fucking firing squad. 
Come to think of it, I'm a little offended. Like, was I the ugly one? Maybe I should call my scoutmaster and ask him, does anyone have the number for Washington State Penitentiary? But seriously, I was pissed when uh, it turned out that there was no fellatio merit badge because I worked really hard for that. Uh, can you imagine the gall fucking Boy Scouts of America had banning gays? Like, if the sex is consensual, it's not permitted in our organization. That's not what we stand for. Actually, my queer friend was so pissed that he sent his Eagle Badge back to headquarters drenched in cum. <laughs> and I was like, why are you giving them what they want? <laughs> and don't get me started on priests. I know my priests had the hots for me because he was always taking my pants off during prayer. And uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been a week since I let you come inside me. And blessed are, and blessed are those who swallow. I always forget to slow down. If even one of those child molesting motherfuckers is in heaven, send me to hell. Uh, because I, oh, let me, sorry, lost my place. Uh, yeah. On an unrelated note, I go to therapy twice a week. <laughs> uh, therapy is great because you're paying someone else to tell you uh, that everybody else in your life is crazy. Um, and so I've figured out that like all of basically all of uh, mental problems come from my parents and uh, like my anxiety, depression, alcoholism, Catholicism. Uh, they all go back to either my mom or dad and they were upstanding fucking citizens like they rarely missed a holy day of obligation. So just think about how fucked up your kids are going to be. Uh, Kids going up today are exposed to everything way too early. Like my friend's five-year-old last week told me that she was going to skull fuck me. And I was like, I realize that she doesn't know what that means, but it's still horrifying, right? Um, so have you ever, anybody here ever had accidental anal? <laughs> I was in when I was, my girlfriend was like, look, uh, how do you feel about anal? And I was like, I don't know. I've never tried it. And she's like, turns bright red. She's like, you, yes, you have. Last night, like, you don't remember this? And I was like, shit. I missed an important moment in our relationship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know who ever, never has accidental anal? Priests and scoutmasters. <laughs> All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Tom Fuelner. Fuelner? Fulner. Fulner. Looks like it's spelled F-E-U-L, fuel, but hey, that was great. Was that like one of your first times? Second. Second. That was, that was, that was awesome. Yay. Clap again. Yay. <laughs> you have really great stage presence. And um, you know what? You have, you're really good with the microphone. Like you know where to put it and you, and you weren't moving it around. I could hear you the whole time, which was great. And that's like just basic stuff that is, you have that. That's good. Um, uh, one of the things they always say is you put the microphone stand behind you. That's just the thing. Um, that is such a good day. The holy day of obligation is such a great, I, I'm like, what does that mean? And what, what is, what did that used to entail? And what could it entail now? Like, I just thought that where you were going with that, I was like, oh my God, holy day of obligation. That just, that's, but it's like a diametrically opposed thing. I feel like it's a really fun thing to write into. Like, what is that now? 
Um, and memorizing is hard. It's hard, but you're, you, you know, but you're doing great and you lost your place, but got it back. And that's great. Um, and uh, Doug, that whole lifestyle change thing, then you're healthier now, but you have the same lifestyle that it's not really lifestyle change. It's just a, uh, and the, the only like tippy tip I'd say for your, uh, when you word things, I'd just say there was, I was disappointed there was no merit badge for fellatio. Mm-hmm. So you said a fellatio merit badge. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like selling your punch before you're, mm-hmm. so you want to like set the whole thing up and then, cause fellatio is a better punchline than merit badge. Right? Yeah. So say I would just change your wording just to touch. Just and think about that with all your other jokes of like, save the save the punch for the end, right? Yeah, that's, so all, that's, that's awesome. That's so great. But Thank you. you. Really great job, Peter. I, think I realize so. also I don't need to take notes because this is all. It's all recorded. recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, from the perspective of a gay ex-Catholic, I think when you're talking about the priest, like just ramming you, um, you, there, you could there could be like a body of Christ joke in there, like. His dick is the body of Christ, in case that wasn't clear. Um, and then when the five-year-old's like, I'm going to skull fuck you, <laughs> like, make that a callback to, like, I haven't heard that since Father John told me that at a confession. Oh. If you want to go heavier on the, like, Catholic pedophilia lane. You want to double down. Oh, my God, I'm disgusted. Uh, so uh, a great stage presence and a great density of jokes. I love it. Just one after another kept me constantly engaged. The only thing I had to say is that maybe I just wrote a line down for you. Uh, maybe call your scoutmaster and let him know that you're in better shape now than you were when you were in Den 69. I'm not too sure. I don't know. I just wrote that down. I have no idea what that means. Den 69. And you could name him too. There's no reason not to name him something. I mean... Um, I don't know if that one works. There's an on-off switch. You can try. Nah, that one isn't working right now. I think that one over there might. Oh, that was really funny. Fucking dark stuff you're going into, man. Um, I, I, I don't know. When, when the five-year-old says, I'm going to skull fuck you, uh, depending upon... <laughs> Yeah, just just yeah, just like a, co- a bunch of fucking... Co- Remember when you said that five-year-old was going to skull fuck you? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I kind of like the... Like, when you said... Thing. I was waiting for you to call back to always be prepared. And so I, I would have liked to if you like to flip it around on her and, and said, well, would you like to be molested? And he's like, hey, look, I'm always prepared. You know? Also, the, um, cu- like, in the Boy Scouts, there's also the Cub Scouts, and there could be, like, a gay, like, cub joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like bear cub. Bear yeah. cubs, Just yeah. for the uninitiated, I guess. As opposed mean. to otters. Thank you. Means. Uh, like, like I'm so I've, I've I've learned. I pay attention. I ain't so poor. I can't pay attention. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. That was lovely for Tom <laughs> Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. All right, your next comedian. So we have four more comedians with comments, and then we just have four minute sets. But you're doing a great job paying attention and taking notes and being awesome. Your next comedian, he's so funny, and I love it. What all his new stuff too. Put your hands together for Dan Lewis. <laughs> you is that the spinners i don't know how's it going guys Alrighty, you guys uh watched shark week last week on discovery channel that was last week people love that people are excited by shark week i don't know i always find it a little sad though because like i don't know sharks have no way of knowing about it you know it's, it's like their week to be celebrated and they're just not aware of it because it's only on tv 
Ooh, that'd be like if Gay Pride Month were only held at Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> right? A lot, of gay, a lot of gay material today so far. Are we doing, I noticed? All right, maybe one more. I actually uh, donated blood recently. And uh, when you, I don't know if you know that if you're a gay man, you're still not allowed to donate blood, which is obviously, you know, it's kind of fucked up. But they don't actually ask, they can't actually ask if you're gay. But so they have to ask like around it. They'll be like, how old are you? Uh, were you married before 2015? Uh, right? There was one question that said, is your father still talking to you? I thought that was weird. You guys. <laughs> I think it's weird how people won't move into a house that has ghosts in it. They're afraid to do that, but these same people will get a dog. Right? Like a ghost, what, like, you know, creaks a floorboard, maybe moves a small object. Dog just goes in the kitchen trash and spreads it everywhere. How is that not worse? Well, if I'm in a new house and I hear a couple like doorknobs turning, I'm like, that's pretty creepy. But if, if there's a ghost that shits on the floor, I'm like, we're leaving right now. I don't know. What else we got? You guys, uh, they're saying all cops are bad. I don't know how you guys think about that, but it does seem like cops sort of forgot how the trick is supposed to work from like the 70s and 80s. Good cop, bad cop. You familiar with this? First cop's really nice to you, you know, and he like offers you a coffee, threatens you with his partner. He's like, hey man, you better work with me because you don't want my partner coming in here. He's a lot meaner than me, and let me tell you, he's having a real tough week. Now it seems like the bad cop, bad cop. Like the first guy just comes in, throws coffee in your face, puts you in a chokehold, says, listen, motherfucker, you don't want my partner coming in here. He's exactly like me. He's a cop. And he's having a real average week. All right. Cool. What else we got? You guys follow this Matt Gates scandal at all? This guy, Matt Gates, Republican congressman from Florida. This guy's in trouble for uh, sleeping with a 17-year-old. I think this is a like the most fucked up fetish you could possibly have, right? He's like, I want it to be almost exactly like an 18-year-old, only a crime. That's how I like it. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like, who respects a guy like this? Like, normal people are like, dude, just wait until she's 18. And pedophiles are like, dude, are you in or are you out? What's going on here? <laughs> they're, like <laughs> they're like, hey, man, you took, the, you took the cookies out of the oven 10 minutes before they were done. Who does that? Right? Just, you know, just wait till the cookies are done baking and, or just be a piece of shit and eat the dough, you know? Got a minute, huh? I, know, I don't know if you noticed that, uh, well, how should I say it? You know, you know I noticed that like, not a lot of powerful women, like CEOs, are getting like, me too, you know, for like masturbating in front of their employees and stuff like that. And I bet a lot of people would say it's because there's a difference in the power dynamic. I don't think that's what it is, though. I think it just takes too long. Like neither the victim nor the CEO has an hour and 20 minutes in the middle of the day like that. <laughs> there's no way. Um, all the other stuff's all the other stuff's too long. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> Dan Lewis, everyone. Hooray! Shark Week. That was that was so good. Yeah, I, I think you're too good to get the comments set. Like all I can do is be like, I'm like Bass Pro Shop, Smiley Face, Exclamation Point, Shark Week, oh, Exclamation Point, Smiley Face. Um, even the, is your father, is the still, there was something about a father thing, and I, I, everything was great. Every, I mean, I have nothing. I have nothing to say except you're rad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it was super super funny. Uh, did you perform most of these for the first time? Uh, no, a uh, couple. Oh, okay. A couple of them. A couple of them are just 
you know. Old stuff. Uh, well, anyway, anyway, old, uh, yeah, you did overall great job. At just like a one little um, tag you could put on for the part where you're like, you can't ask them if they're gay. Mm-hmm. You could just be like, well, what's the circumference of your asshole? Oh, okay. You know, and be like, eh, it's just a formality. I think that okay. could just be a little extra tag. But I, I yeah, again, like Pam said, like there's, there's no, I know, very specific, right, Brady? Uh, overall, great job. You don't really Thanks. need any notes. So. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I got one thing. Um, you know, when you were talking anyway. about the 17 oh, by the way, uh, my name is Ren. I love your stuff. Uh, number oh. two, um, uh, the, the part where you're saying the guy, the 17-year-old, yeah. Right. Um, I have a line. Uh, talk about not understanding the d- delayed gratification. This motherfucker <laughs> failed the marshmallow test. You know the marshmallow test? Uh, the marshmallow test. I don't remember that one. All right, never mind. Oh, it rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Okay. Peter has a thing. Oh, Peter. I knew you were a gay icon deep down. Uh, um, <laughs> on the more tags for you on the like questionnaire of like you can't ask them if they're gay, but they're gay. Be like. When was the last time you had poppers? Like <laughs> poppers, you know. But when I say poppers, what do you think? What are you picturing? Well, yeah, the ones yeah. at Chili's or the ones that you yeah, inhale? Yeah, the ones you snort in your, or like the ones you explode <laughs> as like that's a little good. kid. But that's how you would you would answer. Pop, when's the last time you had poppers? Like circle which one of these Chili's? things is a popper? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Right, everybody, clap <laughs> Thank you, wildly Peter. for Dan Lewis! Yay! All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, he's been giving great notes this whole time. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! Hey, what's up? This is somebody's book. Is this this anybody's? Okay, whatever. I work here. Um, Hello. Okay, are we focused? Everybody's attention on me, please, okay? A lot of murmurs. I'm not a substitute teacher. I deserve respect. Um, I, just went on a, I just went on a trip to Seattle. Um, somebody here, was that funny? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, has anybody here been to Seattle before? Kind of an okay city. It's kind of like a diet San Francisco, honestly. I was, like, within the first fucking 15 minutes, I was walking. <laughs> I was like really trying, I was like listening to like grunge and stuff, trying to like get in the mood. Motherfuckers passing me on birds and stuff, and I'm like, shit, this shit seems fucking familiar. I walk past the bus stop, I look over, someone's laying down, they, they literally had no toes on their feet, and I was like, motherfucker. I paid for a plane ticket to come to Seattle for shit I could see on Van Ness in 10 minutes. And I was there, and within an hour, I saw everything I could have seen in San Francisco. That's all I had for that one. Um, uh, I like, do you guys believe in God? Cool. Thank you. Wanted more response, but it's okay. I'll give you guys a pass. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it, but it's late. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's cool. I think it's totally great. People believe in it. It's, it's cool. And I feel like you never see people talk about God more than like awards shows. Like, oh, thank God, blah, blah, blah. You see it like rappers and stuff. They're like, pussy, guns, death. And then they go on stage and they're like, like, thank God. A little bit of a funny thing to me. It's just funny to me that they go up there and they, you know, they thank God for what they, he's given them. And then you think like, what are, what are God's priorities? <laughs> he's like, world hunger? No. Dying cancer patient? No. Oh, little baby winning album of the year? Yeah, that one's good to go. We're going to do that one. 
Like, how selfish you have to be. You think God's, like, answering your prayers. Like, man, I hope the Baltimore Ravens win the playoffs. Ah! And God's like, yeah, I'll give it to that guy. No, God has no time for you. He's saving extinctions, like, every single day, and you think he's answering your prayers. Get over yourself. <sighs> okay, I'm going to do one more. Um, for all the white people in the audience, you guys ever been taken... I'll get to it, buddy. <laughs> All right? <laughs> anyway. I, um, I, <laughs> I didn't even finish my sentence. <laughs> For all the white people in the audience, have you ever been taken to uh, your Chinese friend's favorite Chinese restaurant? Because it is, like, the most humiliating thing in the world. Like, they really want to go to that place, but they treat you like a fucking toddler. They're like, like I'm Ian, by the way. They go, Ian, like, like, don't, don't, don't do use the chopsticks like that. Don't do that. And when when the food comes, we have to share everything we can. It's like there's all these fucking rules. It's like so demeaning, and like you feel like everyone's watching you because you're like the only white guy because they bring you in this like cuttiest restaurant in all of San Francisco. You feel like the only white guy. And it's like you get a, just a small taste, just an hour and a half long of what it feels like to be a minority is when you go to a Chinese restaurant with your Chinese friend because they are just everything with them is like do this, do this, this, and yeah, I feel so humiliated. And then like they come and bring you a fork. It's like, I feel like they're like calling me a slur at that point. It's like, who do you think you are? You know? Okay, I'm stopping. Thank you. Ian Langlands getting himself out of the grave before he digs himself in further. No, that was lovely. I love to see you working with new material and, and all of your premises are valid. And um, you had so many cute riffing things today, like the I'm not a substitute teacher. I deserve respect. That is such a good, that's the best. You should put that in your back pocket for whenever you get heckled whenever. Okay. Let's say you're on stage at the punchline and somebody yells at you. You can look out and say, I'm not a substitute teacher. I deserve your respect. Everyone will laugh their asses off and you'll look like a genius because it'll seem like you came up with it, mm -hmm. but you pulled it out of your back pocket. So it's just a great way to just remember that forever. And okay. if anything ever happens, just use it. Um, wow. And then the other one, you did another one of them too, which is also great for hecklers. I'll get to it, buddy. Like that where you like sort of changed your whole demeanor and like did this weird turn. It's the same thing. Like if anything happens and you're ever uncomfortable and you lose yourself, you can do that. And just use those, like just remember those little things because they're great back pocket stuff. Um, God's priority is a great premise. Mm -hmm. And... Um, uh, the only other thing I would say is specifically what grunge song. Because okay. if you pick one, then you can talk about things in the song. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But great. But great. Uh, you're doing all new stuff. You n yeah. You've never said any of these things before. Yeah, right. So, yay. Hey. Hi. You did a really good job tonight. I just felt like that your um, comfort level was a bit off from previously. Um, so, I, I felt like in some ways you just weren't giving it the old Ian swing. Mm-hmm. Because um, I feel like even if you are about to put your foot in your mouth, you can really do with a lot more force and take ownership <laughs> of it when yeah. you're up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah, own yeah. it. Don't mm -hmm. be – you were just in too insecure yeah, about was, it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is, like, if you're going to do that – I mean, because I really love your swag. And I felt like if you had a little bit more of that, maybe that would have been a little different too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, this is going to be weird, but to Pam's note about having, like, a specific song, like, 
it could be like smells like teen spirit and then you could have like a self-deprecating thing of like I look like I still smell like teen spirit because you're because you're like younger you know what I mean um and then that could be like a good first like I'm punching down on myself kind of joke Mm -hmm. um the other place where my mind went to with the Seattle bit was like they're both like giant boners of cities of like why are the hills like like who who decided this like giant erection coming out of the the sky was like the place to build like a popular civilization Uh and then like to your whole point of like i could have done all the same like it's basically like i was on van ness i like add in there like it's like basically i was on van ness but i'm wet you know like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um also i don't know if you've ever been to portland oregon okay because to me like i hate portland i love seattle i hate portland and to me portland is like the worst attributes of san francisco combined with the worst attributes of seattle totally totally so like and it's a fourth (laughs) the size um and so to me like when you said the diet san francisco thing like my mind goes to portland okay so i don't know if like you share my same hatred of portland Uh but that would be a great thing to tag on because portland acts like yeah like you could tell the air that they're like oh we're not like san francisco and seattle yeah like maybe this is one of those bits where it's like you start off with all the jokes about seattle and then you're like you know but what i really hate portland yeah you go into a whole thing if you feel that way okay and if the material justifies it but i do (laughs) (laughs) clap your hands wildly everybody for ian langlands yay that's how the joke workshop works all right we have two more comedians with comments and then it's just an open mic uh, your next comedian, he's been here a bunch of weeks in a row, and it's lovely to see him every time he comes. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor! All right, all right, all right. Time! Oh, I love it. A little bit of a 60s redux there. Time has come today. Time has come now. I am on the stage. Hello, everyone. I have a simple question for you. Do you love yourself? Yeah, good. All right, <laughs> then you're my people. Don't you fucking hate when people say you can only love other people as much as you love yourself? I cannot stand that, and I, ca- I don't understand why I can't hate people as much as I hate myself. <laughs> like, I'm having trouble. I'm, I'm having a difficult week. I, I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm super self-conscious. I, I got hacked on Facebook. You guys ever get hacked on Facebook? Oh, yeah, so this has hacked Tim Taylor is sending friend requests to everybody I know. And everybody likes that one better than me. <laughs> I just, ah! <laughs> said, Tim Taylor's performing at Mutiny Radio tonight, but that wasn't me. It was a different Tim Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Tim Taylor is interested in this event nearby. I'm like, everybody's like, I can't wait to go to Tim Taylor's birthday party. I'm like, my birthday's in fucking November. You know what I mean? So I decided to uh, change my password to something that I knew no man would be able to figure out, and it's clitoris. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Have you ever been around a woman when she climaxes? No, you, see, you, you don't love yourselves. You've never been around women who climaxed. You're probably hanging out with the fake Facebook Tim. I know it. You know, it's my experience that, uh, um, you know, when a woman climaxes, she wants to write an opera. And when a man climaxes, he wants to go to sleep like he's at an opera. Oh, thank you. A little postcoital humor for you. Time has come today, my friends. Time has come today. So uh, um, I, uh, I was running the other day. And uh, anybody have dogs here? 
Oh, there you go. Yes, thank you. And he sounds like a dog. Woo, woo. So uh, I uh, was running the other day, and this couple was coming behind me, and they were going to pass me. I could tell they were running faster than I was running, and I could hear the dog jangling behind. I figured it was a retriever or, uh, you know, a greyhound or something because it was moving fast. It went by me. It was a fucking corgi. A corgi passed me. Have you seen a corgi? Those things are like fuzzy footstools with pat, you know, with paws on them. Do you do you know what what corgi means in Welsh? It means dwarf dog, dwarf dog. I can tell you, fake Facebook Tim is not getting passed by dwarf dog. I assure you of that. But no, I I, I found out this little tidbit the other day. Did you know that when they used to go to battle? Are any geeks in here? Any like fucking Dungeons and Dragons geeks like me? All right, one. Thank you, Pam. All right. Well, when they used to go to battle, the corgis would bring the fairies into battle. The fairies would ride the corgis. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> and they would pull the fairy carts behind them. I, I just, I cannot tell you how, how diminishing it is for me to have gotten passed by something that brings fairies into ba battle. Apparently, they're herding dogs, but all they hurt are fairies. Oh, my God. I'm dying. I need one more big one. I need one more big one. <laughs> you know, I was just going to say, if I'm bending over like this saying I need one more big one, I, th I think maybe that's the time for me to end my set. Thank you very much. Tim Taylor, everyone. The real or the fake? I have no idea. He's a clone of a clone of a clone. Your, um, your crowd work is awesome. You on stage, you're amazing, and your transitions are gold. Like you, I feel like you should just do a set of all transitions. <laughs> you should just never say anything. Just keep transitioning from one thing to another. No, you're, those are like your your strengths are like you. But you even the thing at the end, like you opened with crowd work, you ended with crowd work. That's like a super strength. It's great. Um, and the fairies riding corgis is so cute. And I don't know, it's, I mean, D&D &D people are so far in between, but yeah, I play Magic the Gathering too, but I think of the same, like, you could think of a, I mean, it depends how dorky you want to go, and if the room is, doesn't, and especially if you crowd work things and there are no dorks in the room, it, there's no reason to develop that material, you know? Yeah. But I, you're great. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Okay, my reaction when you told me about the fairies and the corgis was like, how much acid have you dropped? <laughs> like, also, I need to hear like 70 more minutes about the fairies and the corgis, because that is so enchanting. Like, I want to see Tinkerbell riding fucking Fido into, like, Joan of Arc style. Um, <laughs> you did exactly what I wanted you to do with fake Facebook Tim of like you kept bringing it back and that's a good thing to bring back if like someone ever if like you ever have a bit that just doesn't do well that you're like oh that wasn't me that was fake Facebook Tim huh um, uh, oh I had more comments for you and I forgot them because I got so caught up in the enchanting fairies and the corgis what else did I want to say what else did you talk about you talked about Oh, yes, 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 yes. Those are the two things. Okay, so on the clitoris thing, you should be like, ha, no man knows how to find it, and that's why I had to contact customer support because I forgot my password. <laughs> and then I love the opera thing as is. Maybe you could make it like a specific opera, like Flight of the Valkyries or something. Or like, what's another opera? Aida is a really famous Aida. opera that people always mention. Yeah. Carmen. Like, just make it a little weirder with like an exact um, opera. No, 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 it's I clever. That. No, it's I like that a lot. Good. I thought that was well done. 
it's cl it's clever wordplay. Yeah, it's 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 clever wordplay. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's necessarily the opener you want to go with, but okay. it's clever wordplay, and maybe it's something in the middle. I mean it. I mean, if you, it's, I mean, but it's automatically punching down. So maybe people will like you more if you're like, you can't hate me more than I'm gonna hate myself right now. Good luck, audience, hating me more than I hate myself. Like, you know. <laughs> but if you bring it up in the middle, it might make be different. I, it just, however, you want to warm your people up. More comments. Oh uh, yeah, speaking of self-deprecating, um, at at when you were doing the after the sex joke, like you have the the transition, like the time has come. Yeah. I thought, considering your name is Tim, you could Tim has not come. Uh, I don't know. Tim I thought that was good. Come? Yeah, something like, like time. The time has come. I have not. Or Tim has not come. Not, come. Oh, okay. not not the Facebook Tim oh, though. Tim to be yeah, not the not the Facebook Tim. Just you, Tim. Because it's a because Tim is time without an e. For those that can't spell, there is no e in Tim. There is, but time is all a construct. It does not exist. When you've been dropping enough acid, clap your hands together, everybody, for Tim Taylor. Yay. All right. So this is our last comic with comments. So please keep paying attention, taking notes. This has been awesome. Put your hands together right now for Karen Braswell. Hey. Uh, well, let's talk more about some fantastical worlds. Let's talk about the land of Disney princes. I think Disney told us all the life lessons we need to get out of life. For example, princes are everywhere if you're willing to overlook the red flags. I mean, Peter Pan was great. I met him at Burning Man last year. <laughs> he definitely doesn't wash his own tights, though. Um, Captain Hook, you know, he's got some attitude. He's got some glaring problems. But uh, his tent is just right there by Safeway. Convenient. <laughs> um, and Tramp, you know, Tramp was Polly. He had all those side bitches, you know. Sorry. Stepsisters aren't evil, but um, I've seen what they do with their stepdads, you know, in those other movies. You know, I blame it on the evil stepmom, really. <laughs> but um, Disney reminds us to be optimistic, you know, Hakuna Matata and Let It Go and Toxic Positivity is the next song on the album, I guess. Um, and also, self care is really important. You know, when in doubt, go ahead and put that curse on somebody. Because you too could get a blockbuster out of it. But sometimes I think that I'm just um, a, like my own princess in a Disney movie, locked away in my Zoom room with my enchanted PowerPoints, <laughs> just waiting. Um, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's got the best practices of them all? I know, joyous. Um, and I've got the queens from Drag Brunch to dress me for the ball. <laughs> and um, we need to break the curse before the wildfire season comes again and we're all trapped indoors. I'm just waiting for my Prince Charming to show up in his white Tesla. He'll ride off and preside over the land of rent control. <laughs> um, my brother just had a baby and it got me thinking. Kids don't grow up fast enough. You know, he sent me 500 pictures. It's like he's napping. He's about to nap. He just woke up from a nap. And I'm like, yeah, OK, we get it. He doesn't even know any tricks. 
And, like, I'm just thinking it's a matter of time before this kid loses his innocence. I mean, I'm going to, like, drop a curse word in front of him, something like that. I mean, that's just how it goes, right? Um, you know, and they're all about how competitive it is. Oh, my God, he's the 80th percentile in weight. And I'm like, dude, I can gain weight just by looking at a side salad. So you want to make this a competition? Yeah, I'm like 95th percentile for that. Um, boys just grow up to objectify women. I mean, this baby is just grabbing every boobs he can get at. And I'm like, it just reminds me of my dates, you know? This is my boyfriend. He's 547 months old. <laughs> he, um, he sleeps through the whole night and all day on Sunday. Um, he learned to clean his own apartment just now. Oh, I'm so proud. Um, he's got an investment portfolio. It's all GameStop shares. And uh, he's 60th percentile in bed. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have gotten any dating advice from your parents. Yeah, no? Yeah. I know it's, n it's not a... A good thing. My mom told me that um, construction workers will whistle at you if they think you're cute. And if they really find you hot, they'll just pinch your ass. Thanks for the lesson on consent, mom. And my dad told me that you have to go to the dance with the first guy who asks you. Line them up, boys. Get in line. Like, okay, okay, I guess. Um, and that is why I went to prom with Pastor Dan. I'll leave it there. Thank you. So let the drama Karen Braswell, everyone! Hooray! Oh, wow. That was great. You're a great writer. Yeah. Like, your, uh, your script is amazing. Yeah. Like, you have so many... Um, in writing class, they'll say, it's CSD, concrete, specific details. Your, your writing is filled with concrete, specific details. And those, I guess, in comedy, we'd call punchlines. So you, you've got them, and they're everywhere in your script. And, and you're already almost memorized. Like, I see you, like, sort of glancing down. So you're, but it's great. Like, the writing is great. The Disney stuff is really cute. You look like a Disney princess. Like, you look kind of like a, like a grown-up Disney princess. So all of that works. I would just say um, the only thing you have to work on is, like, once you have it completely memorized, who are you? Cause we, cause I don't know who you are. I know you're a good writer. I, but I don't know who Karen Braswell is. I don't know how you connect to that stuff necessarily. There were a couple mentions of parents and stuff, but it didn't, it didn't like connect. It wasn't like I'm connecting with you. It was like I was connecting with your script. But your script is very funny. So, I mean, that's. But yeah, other comments. Um, did you see the two gay men chase to the back here instantly to talk about like the fairy drag queen bit? Like you got the fairies on board here. Like I assume that's your comment. I don't want to speak for yourself. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, like we, we speak for them all. We, we, we love do. we love a good Disney princess back here um, because it's what we wanted our childhood to be like. Um, I the Beauty and the Beast is the most fucked up Disney thing ever, and I feel like there should be like have some Beauty and the Beast content in there because that's truly like the most jarring like thing in the she's world. Of, like, she's, she's kidnapped. It, 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 He's like abusive, yeah. and then she falls in love with him. Um, like. What's it called? It's the syndrome. It's the Stockholm no, syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then like, 
I love I love that he's like a 547 month old or whatever, um, whatever the number was. Like it was so close to having a Disney callback, and I couldn't put my finger on it. But like, like you're making him describe like sound like a child. Is there some sort of call like connection? That I I can't think of it. Um, but is there some sort of connection of like? You know, like little kids like Disney. You're arguing this guy's like a little kid. Like I don't know what that is, but um, well, food for thought. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say I really did love your script as well. And there was a moment toward the end where you were really super present. I don't know if you remember it. It was like right when you started that, like right when you did the joke where you held your arm out. Mm-hmm. There was this person that came alive for me, and so whatever that energy you had, you were super comfortable in your skin. It seemed. So that so so I think what um, Pam was talking about was maybe something like that. I really did see like you move into the script. It was really nice. So I just wanted to give you that compliment too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I like the idea of uh, the apple being like somebody getting roofied. <laughs> All right, I can work with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, no, it's they're, Snow they're White. Snow White. Yeah, Snow White too. Yeah, her it's with like an they're apple and put her in a glass coffin because they roofie her. She's literally <laughs> asleep but awake. They roofie in a her into coffin. a glass coffin. Yeah. That's Just fucked kiss up. Dead people. Yeah. It's the story. And a bunch <laughs> and a bunch of fucking dwarves around the roofied fucking Snow White. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and then the other one, I, I, I like the idea of the Peter Pan one, but I, I kind of like, I, I wish he would have gone more about like he's this, he's this man who's a boy who walks around in green tights and flies around. That's like, that's like a sexual assault waiting to happen. I just remember another comment I had for you. So the thing about like you're you're locked away in the tower with your powerpoints or something, like maybe you're you're like Rapunzel and you let down your like. Dell laptop charger to get freed or something <laughs> instead of your hair. Oh, good stuff. Oh, thank you. Everybody clap wildly for Karen Braswell. Yay! All right, everybody. That's this. That was exciting. That was a really good joke workshop. Thanks, everybody, for participating and being awesome. So now we just have an open mic. Everybody gets four minutes. There's time for everyone because we had a couple dropouts, so no big deal. But keep paying attention and being awesome to each other because you are, and that's cool. Your next comedian, he's so funny, he's won our contest before. Put your hands together. For Narek the Barbaric. Yay! Hey guys, my name's Narek. As in one of these days, Pam's gonna learn how to say Narek. <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. Well, one of these days I'll be good enough. Oh. <laughs> Love you, Pam. Um so, uh, should have wrote some more Disney jokes. Note to self, Disney jokes kill at mutiny. Um, so, so my girlfriend works in wine. Um, it's confusing for me, though, because she also whines about work. Women, right? <laughs> um, no, 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 uh, but, but I've, you know, she's been drinking more and more wine, and I'm kind of getting scared. Um, I'm kind of s- thinking she might be turning into a workaholic. <laughs> so football season's starting again. I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, last year the 49ers lost Jimmy Garoppolo, and I remember my friend texted me, and he said Jimmy Garoppolo got a injury. He had a bruised, what was it, a bruised, whatever. He bruised his collarbone, let's say. <laughs> um, and I, I was like, yeah, but how does he feel on the inside? 
Because that's, that's the thing you'll never get, is the emotional injury report. <laughs> you know, that bruise, whatever, <laughs> is going to take him out for a couple of weeks. But a broken heart, that could take him out for life. Um, I, I've been noticing a lot of like these, uh, you know, condos or HOAs are, are doing a DNA tests for dogs when um, when they find fecal matter, and you know, I, I think if we're, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna do that, we might as well go all the way with it and like turn this into a daytime talk show. You know, just have all the dogs sitting there, and you can get Maury and be like, Puddles, you are not. The bad boy. <laughs> this is new. Uh, we're, we're just trying new stuff out today. I'm sorry, guys. I, I apologize. Um, so I've been looking for this uh, towel rack that I've been seeing in everyone's apartment, um, but I can't find it anywhere. How can I describe it? It's a, it's a towel rack, but it's shaped like a treadmill. Have, have, has anyone seen these? Um, so... Which one of these are we doing? What do you guys want to hear a joke about? My mom. My mom. <laughs> so so I, I, I have to remind myself to smile while I'm up here because um, this, I'm actually doing a joke about my mom. <laughs> yes. Um, because I, I have this condition. It's called resting bitch face. Are, are we familiar with it? No. it look, looks like some of you guys are. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's... It, it's not my fault, though. I'm from the Eastern Bloc. Um, you know what they call resting bitch face in the Soviet Union or Russia? It's called face. <laughs> it's just what, it's what you do. Thank you, Pam. Um, but luckily, I have a mom who's aware of this, and she'll, uh, she, she'll tell me, you know, you, you know you're going to be more approachable if you smile. And not only that, you'll internalize it, and... Other people, you'll be more approachable. You'll, anyways, it's been good advice for me. <laughs> it's been good. For, you know who I can't share this advice with? Any woman ever. It does not come off well. All right, guys, that's my set. Thank you very much. Narek! Narek, 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 Narek. I'll never say it wrong again, but I probably will. Uh, <laughs> I'm a terrible person, uh, but I try really hard. Your next comedian, uh, your hair looks so much lighter. Did you do something? Nope, it's just, okay. You, you look like a Barbie doll today. Maybe I'm just super high. It's got to be the pot cookies. I'm seeing the light in a different way. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brian John. Woo! So do any of you guys love Raymond Romano from the show Everybody Loves Raymond? See, I knew the name of that show was fucking bullshit. <laughs> Should be called, like, Some White People Love Raymond. Or Black People Don't Give a Fuck About Raymond. Or Mexicans Don't Know Who Raymond Is. Or Quien Es Ramon. <laughs> That's what that show should be called. And it's a fucking bullshit trick to put everybody loves in the name of your show. If every show did that, we'd have, like, everyone loves who wants to be a millionaire. Or everybody loves cops. All right, so uh, a little bit about me. I work for a startup. It's an app called Shoulder Tap. It's for pairing willing alcohol buyers with underage minors. 
did you know it's easier for minors to buy illegal drugs than it is for them to buy alcohol? Until now. <laughs> yes, that's our mission, to make it easier for minors to buy illegal drugs. And, well, no alcohol, but wait for version two. Just wait. And, uh, yes. Did you know that in 2019, there were over 100,000 emergency room visits by minors for alcohol-related injuries? The numbers just came out for 2020, and we fucking doubled that. Yes! Yes! Uh, does anyone want an invite code? Uh, <laughs> boys and girls clubs just down the street. There's a lot of activity there. And I, I'm uh, excited to announce what's been going on at work. It's been great. Uh, we just announced an exciting partnership with Jewel, the Grammy-winning pop singer, not the vape company. And I just got promoted at work after my manager got arrested at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so you're looking at the new manager. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, what's what else is new with me? I, I did a digital detox recently. I got rid of all my smart things, my phone, my watch, and my Costco membership. Um, yeah, I had to. I, I uh, realized I was checking my phone over 100 times a day. I realized I should be checking other things that much, like my white male privilege. I wish there, there was an app for white male privilege because then I'd check it more. Oh, wait, there is. It's called Nextdoor. <laughs> wait, are you guys laughing? I can't, I can't hear it because I'm tone deaf. Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, so in some people's email signature, it says sent from my iPhone. In my email signature, it now says sent from a computer at the SF Public Library next to a guy jerking off to internet porn. You know, I like a lot of technology, but some of this new technology is really scary. Like militaries are using remote-controlled drones to drop bombs. I really think we're losing something there. You know, I miss the good old days of sending a nice handwritten note wrapped around a pipe bomb. Dear Charles, I hope this letter finds you well as you will not be upon the morrow. Please find a pipe bomb enclosed. Send Deborah my regards. Yes. Sent from the SF Public Library. <laughs> I sent my friend um, a package. He does YouTube unboxings. His channel really blew up. He was not well upon the morrow. All right, uh, do I got time for one more? Um, so I was walking the other day, I saw a guy with a t-shirt that says, I turn coffee into code. I thought, that's a, a cool shirt. My uncle could use a shirt like that that says, I turn Jack Daniels into domestic violence. All right, I'll end it at that, thanks. Brian John, everyone. That was lovely. Brian John, yay, you're so clever. Hey, put your hands together. Your next comedian, he just won the contest on Friday, and he's going to be on an upcoming Mutiny Radio Presents show. You get to see him here right now. Put your hands together for Ray Khan. Yay! Hey, everybody. What's happening? Hello. Happy Monday. How's it going? I know what you're thinking. I wrote some jokes today. I know what you're thinking. I didn't know Vin Diesel had a skinny, much more feminine, tidy older brother. Did you know that? Did you know that? Yeah, it's true, it's true. Instead of fast and furious, I'm more like furiously fastidious. Yeah, I'm a neat freak, everybody. That's what's happening. I will clean the shit out of that sports car. You hear me? All right, uh, when I was... <laughs> 
When I was a teenager, I was self-conscious about my looks. Uh, my dad said, don't worry, son. You just have an aquiline nose. Just an aquiline nose. I had to look that shit up. Right? Aquiline, uh, it means you have a prominent bridge. Did you know that? A prominent bridge. That's my, my profile we're talking about. You know it's extra insulting when you have to look up your put-down. Isn't that cool? I am now ignorant and hook-nosed. Thank you, Dad. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, let's go on. Uh, so far, two thumbs up. I asked this lady where she was from, and she said, I'm Persian. Can you believe that? Persian. So, again, I, had a, I was confused how to look that shit up. I look a lot of stuff up, everybody. People talk to me. Um, Persian is an imp uh, imperial empire uh, centered in Iran in the 6th century B.C. Basically Iran, right? People call themselves Persian. We can do that. I love it. Let's do that all the time. Let's do that with everything. We can just harken back to days of yours and rebrand yourself. Let's do it. Why stop there? Where am I from? A one-quarter Babylonian, one-quarter Mesopotamian, and one-half from the city of Atlantis. Yeah, figure that shit out, huh? Why not Pangea? You know, back when there was one huge supercontinent 300 million years ago. Fuck it. I am 100% primordial Uzonian, people. That's where I come from. We're all the same. All right, I'm going fast here. Uh, by the way, how crazy is it? Uh, you go, how crazy is the, uh, the Ottoman Empire ruled for 600 years and its only lasting le legacy is a small mini couch to rest my feet upon? Yeah, yeah you got that? <laughs> I watched a lot of History Channel last night. Um, Julius, <laughs> Julius Caesar conquered the world and at one time ruled over 57 million people, and he gets a salad. That motherfucker got a salad for his effort, and everybody I know, uh, I know says, no anchovies, please. This motherfucker used to own all the anchovies. All the anchovies, an authentic Caesar salad should include not only anchovies, but a calendar, a lion, and a senate. All right, there we go. Thumbs down on that one. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was, uh, I was in the military, not because I want to do something noble like serve my country, but to get to use that cool alphabet, right? Alpha, beta. I don't know the rest. I don't have the security clearance. It, it's got to come in handy, handy when spelling things out over the phone. Whenever I spell things out, I just end up free associating super poorly. I like an extra large pepperoni. My name, Ray. How to spell it? R is in reach around, I guess. A is in anchor steam. Y is in yearning. My pizza never gets delivered, yo. <laughs> Thank God I've never been a soldier on the front line. Sparky, I need backup. We're taking on heavy artillery. Just, I'm just outside, of, um, outside Ramadi, you know, central Iraq. Damn it. R is in reach around. A is in anchor steam. All right, that's that bit. Here we go. I married a white woman. It's awesome. We have three kids together, all with blue eyes and blonde hair. They look nothing like me. It's a problem. Every time I'm shopping at Trader Joe's, I see people checking their phones for Amber Alerts. That's not nice. I'm buying corn for, for my children of the corn. My kids look like the mailman's mailman. My family Christmas cards look like a company diversity hire. I'm out. Bye. I ran out of time. Raycon! Fitting eight minutes of jokes into four minutes on a Monday! Raycon! That was wonderful. Your next comedian, put your hands together. It's Brady Pearson! Yeah. It's a thin line between 
Hey everybody, how you doing? Let's get this energy up. How you doing today? I mean, now has everyone else been sucking a whole bunch of cock like I have in the last week? Anybody else? Where are my cocksuckers at? You? Pam? Just a little bit? Just a little bit? Okay, just, she's just, she's, she's demure. She's demure. Oh, I just do a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I've been out there. It's been crazy since uh, COVID came out. I've just been practicing, you know, getting ready for, you know, uh, excuse me. <coughs> uh, I'm a lot of dick. Sorry, it's, it's been, um, I've been very busy, you know, trying to keep fit for it, you know. It's not easy being the world's cocksucker. And guys, I know if you're feeling really awkward right now about, oh, am I talking about cocksucking? Just remember, you can become a cocksucker at any time. I'll even help you after the show. That is how giving I am tonight. That's how gentle I feel toward all of you tonight. Um, yeah, it's not easy being the perfect cocksucker. You know, I, I put a lot of, I know I make it look easy, but there's really a lot, well, for lack of a better term, behind it, right? Because um, Story Alley is coming up this week, and I'm just really trying to, you know, gear up for it, right? I'm going, okay. So there are exercises that we have to do. You know, we kind of do, like, I, I do this one. It's called the kneeling priest. You know, you got to kind of get back like this, you know, and you hope nobody's watching. Um, and then you've got, oh, the um, tip to taint, tip to taint, tip. You know what I'm saying? You got to practice, make sure that it's really fluid, because you get, you get graded on that. Oh, you laugh now, but I mean, it could just just slip right away, you know. I mean, I think it's time for some cocksucker pride. I mean, you know, it, we, they're always saying, "Oh, what about cock?" You know, like, "Oh, you cocksuckers!" Like, take pride in it. We hold that power in our mouths. Mmm, so good, right? I see you know a little bit about it. You know, and I've sucked so much dick that it makes me ask the existential question. How many miles of cock have I sucked? I mean, do you know, does he ever stop to think about that? I mean, right? I, okay, so just get it. G so b bear with me now. So a mile is 5,280 feet. And if, okay, so the average cock is six inches, right? Okay. And one passes a foot, let's just say. So that wouldn't be. 5,280, so that would be, like, how many st how many passes do you think you get in an average blowjob? You probably like 25. Right? I mean, <laughs> maybe if you're lucky, I don't know. I'm thinking for people like me, it's more like 200. Right? So you can get, like, yeah, 26 blowjobs per mile. <laughs> yes, well, you know, I have tried. I have gone miles, ladies and gentlemen. I think I've been to Detroit and back. And I haven't always been this most amazing, you know, beautiful cocksucker that you see standing before you, you know. When I was 16, I used to dream, I would sit in my room, look at all my Barbara Streisand pictures and go, oh, and fantasize about the boys camp that could have been. <sighs> we play ball, we play with balls all day long. We slide into home over and over again. We take really long showers together. We walk warm and smiling in the sun to the mess hall of Camp Putatinmi in Lake Putatinmi, Wisconsin. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, I 
I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. I love you, put it in me, put it in me every way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me, put it in me every gaze. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady Pearson. Brady Pearson! Did you know he's queer? <laughs> we got the memo. No, he's wonderful. Clap your hands together, Brady Pearson. Yay! Singing songs and taking names. Uh, all right, you're ahead and taking dudes. I don't believe that Chris Beasley is here yet. I don't think I've seen him. But uh, Quatemoc is, and he's outside. Hey, Quatemoc, you're up next. Put your hands together for Quatemoc Silva. Yay! Hey, 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 hey. That was fucking racist Spanish music. What the fuck? Como estas, bitches? Players? Playerettes? What's up? You look like you're in a biker gang. I don't know. I don't want to fuck with you. You're like, you're going to pull a knife on me. What's up, man? I am fuck. Don't you hate, like, I don't, I, we're all grown. Don't you hate, like, okay, don't you hate when you go on a date, but you have to delete all your dating apps? So you're like, I don't know, you've been on a date, and then your, your fucking dating app pops up, like, oh, new message. You're like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> she has, I know. And, like, the best part is, like, we're all young or old, doesn't matter. We all like to have sex. I like, oh my god! Like, I hate when this happens though. When you have a one night stand, and it's good sex, or or you, well, I think it's good sex, right? Whatever. But like, you pass out, right? And then you wake up. There's a condom on the floor, and there's like fucking throw up on the fucking rug and shit. Has that ever happened to you, folks? <laughs> I don't know. He's like condom. <laughs> okay. Ooh, you're a gambler. I'm not. I'm Native American. I don't like to gamble anymore, man. I'm fucking <laughs> I don't do contracts. I don't do none of that shit. I love it, man. Uh I'm pretty happy. Uh you know, there's days when I do comedy shows and then like I'll fucking kill or I'll bomb. Doesn't matter. I just need a fucking hug after the show. Have you ever had that feeling? Oh, that's fucking <laughs> Can I get a hug? <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to give me that fucking hug. It's okay. I want to go through some of my notes, man. I'm pretty excited. It's like I always tell comics, open mics, it's like sex. It might be good, it might be bad, but I'm still going to get my nut, and someone's going to laugh. Mm. Bounty hunters. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that is. Ment mental breakdown, I already talked about that. Oh, I don't have shit. No, I'm just joking. <sighs> I grew up in the city. Anybody born and raised in San Francisco? No? Well, we are in the Mission District, so white people, you kicked all the black and brown people out of here. Mission accomplished. The fuck? <laughs> fucking elote. Corn is like fucking $18 now. <laughs> That's how you know this shit's gentrified. What the fuck? Try out open mic. Mm. Nah, I don't want to say that. It's fucking weird. Crowd work? I don't want to do it. Oh, fuck. Nah. Crowd work. Okay, fucking Kurt Cobain. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> really? No. Do you play the fucking guitar or anything? Oh, fuck. Of course you do. <laughs> do you really jam out, bro? Or are you just fucking with me? It's okay if you don't. 
dude, uh, how long you been playing? Ah, oh, dude. How can you not play? Whip out the guitar, man. Like, what the fuck? You should do it. You should do it, man. You know, I was watching this movie called The Red Violin. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's uh, it's about a violin, right? And it goes from owner to owner, right? And it's fucking crazy because the first owner, like, the owner died. And the husband was like, he makes violin. So he took his dead wife's blood and did some crazy shit. Where it was like some magic shit, right? And then goes to owner to owner. And it was a famous guy who played the violin, right? Fucking beautiful. Like, he was kicking ass. Sell out shows. Right? He was kicking ass, right? And uh, he has groupies. And he has sex with one of his groupies. I thought it was bad as fuck, man. Like, hold on, the motorcycle. Oh, get your shit tuned up, man. That's fucking disgusting. Was that a Hell's Angel bike or something? I don't know. So he's playing the violin, right? And he's with his groupies, right? And he's just fucking. It's pretty badass when he was fucking her, right? He's playing the violin and fucking her at the same time. I was like, I want to do that. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I guess it's all. Yeah. It's going to get weird, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I want to keep talking, but there's other great comics, and they came prepared. I didn't come prepared. But we had fun, though, right? Didn't we? You know, we created a story together. <laughs> My name is uh, Cuatemo. Um, I don't I want you to follow your dreams, and um, I don't know, put the work in. And uh, if not, I don't, I don't know, lick ass. I don't know what to tell you. Bye. Peace. Give it up for Pam. Cuatemo, Silva. That was lovely. I love all of your words of wisdom, too. Yeah. Um, and anybody who uh, actually got COVID, you know, you lost your sense of taste and smell, so why not start eating ass? <laughs> like, what better time, right? Like, and also, if it's an airborne disease, don't make out, eat people's ass. You can't taste it anyway. So be helpful to the community, COVID survivors. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is that too edgy? Is that too cold? Am I, am I, I'm an asshole. I actually, I've had my asshole licked once, and it wasn't bad. Uh... But I, I got to say, um, dental dams are from Planned Parenthood. That's the way I'm going. Either that or um, what's it called? Oh, um, uh, saran wrap. Your next is <laughs> the cheap version. It's plastic. You don't actually have to lick that. Well, I guess you do. I don't know. Let's stop talking about this. I had a pot cookie. Um, your, <laughs> your next comedian, uh, laugh. He, I'm so glad that he's here. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Chris Beasley. Yo, 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 yo. Um, I'm just going to run through some shit. Um, I don't know if anybody else deals with, like, coming too early or anything. Um, but my wife has been using new tactics on me. Um, she says, hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> Doesn't work, obviously. We've seen that in the news. <laughs> um, no, if you don't know me personally, uh, as a kid, I was a narcissist. Uh, now I'm a humble narcissist or narcissistically humble it's same shit um no i was so narcissistic as a kid did any of y'all watch a show called barney the dinosaur it was on pbs kids it was filmed in my hometown so i got to meet barney from barney and friends and the first thing i told him was i got friends too nigga you're not special like <laughs> that's, that's a shitty thing to do as a little six-year-old kid um, but that was kind of my mentality. I felt like in my friends group, I was, I was the Beyonce, you know, like not the most attractive, but the most talent. That's, that's what I felt. Um, married well, I did that too. So, you know, um, 
No, I got humble in 2020. Life humbled me real quick. Um, God was like, I'm Beyonce, nigga. <laughs> you must not know about me. It's like, ah, oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. You know? That's it. I, I feel weird about religion and stuff. Like, I feel like people who are really religious, they make everything about God. Like, everything, you know? And I'm, I'm all for challenging belief systems. I, I definitely challenge my belief systems all the time. Like, I swore forever I was going to be an ass man. Like, through and through, no matter what. But then I just saw some really perky mammary glands, and it was like, who am I? Like, what is that? Started questioning everything, looking in the mirror like, bruh, get it together, you know what I mean? And then I realized, like, I might want to marry this woman. She's amazing. It's okay. I can change. Then TikTok made getting an ass a thing, and now she has an ass, and I'm like, thank God. You know, God works in mysterious ways. He is real, ladies and gentlemen. Follow him. That's, yeah, I'm one of those people. Um, let's see. I'm a person that wants to save face no matter what. I used to be a teacher. I was a okay teacher. You know, it's like I cared. It was hard to do your job when like you're supposed to believe in all of them. <laughs> it's like you play the recorder in your fifth chair. I'm sorry, bro. You're not gonna make it. You know what I mean? It's it's weird. Um, the weirdest part about being a teacher is. You let them know you've been where they've been. Like, I have the experience, so don't say no shit to me. Like, if you act like you weren't sleeping in my class, but you have crust in your eyes, I know you were sleeping from experience, right? Like, if you come back from the bathroom and there's white stains on your shorts, I'm not going to say shit because I don't want them to know I know that experience very well, you know? <laughs> Just going to let that go. If I smell weed in the room, I'm not going to say shit because I don't want them to know I know what that experience is. You know what I mean? Um, if I see a kid fingering another kid, I'm going to be like, I don't know what y'all are doing. I'm going to save face here. Um, I actually had a student. These kids are so creative. Um, he, was, he was fingering another student with his foot in class <laughs> with his Jordans on. I didn't even see that in the commercial for Jordans. I was like, yo, y'all are ingenious. You know, I should have said something, but I just didn't want to be the teacher to be like, yo, I've been there, bro. Like, yes. <laughs> You know, I know what you're doing. I know all the moves. It's just strange. Um, last thing I'm going to leave y'all with is I feel like racists have a purpose. Like, there's racist people in the world. I feel like if they need a space, we just need to put them on the front line. We need a draft. Like, who do you hate? We have a war for you. And then they don't get to live in society. They just have to be in the military. That's all I got. Thank y'all so much. Chris Beasley. Chris Beasley, yay! I love that um, you were a teacher. I, I have to tell you something really quick about when I was a teacher. There was a time when I was a teacher and uh, I was teaching special ed and the drug dogs came into my classroom and at the front, I'm in, my desk was at the front of the classroom and in it I had a pipe, I had a pipe, I smoked pot all the time and I would see it but I would left my pipe in my bag and the drug dog comes in with the cops into the classroom and thank God, one of my students had a huge glass pipe on him with all this weed. And so my, my, my student gets pinched, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, look at that, kids. You know, just never bring it to school. Why would you bring your pipe to school? What, to show your friends? Like, and like I think she doth protest too much. Benjamin's got something to say. Uh, but that was, woo -hoo. It was more than seven years ago, so I can't ever get in trouble. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Marcelo! Just what you 
Thanks, guys. Let's give it up for everybody who came before. It's great. There's only one way to show your appreciation, and that's by clapping. We all we all know that, right? Um, I'm really tired, so I'll see what I can do. I don't know how you guys made it here today. Um, back to in stand-up. It's great. It's so nice to be open. I mean, I guess we're about to close back down, but it feels nice to be open. I mean, but does it? I don't know. I mean, I was an essential worker the entire pandemic, and... Um, yeah, I think I kind of miss the lockdown. It's like weirdest thing, but I think I just got used to coming home every day and getting a standing ovation, you know? Um, yeah, it's just like every day, we'd just be like, there he goes, he's such a hero. And like, I just kind of got used to it. And now that it's over, it's like, I still kind of get the same thing. It's like sp speeding up, but it kind of rings different. And then just today at work, this guy was like, hey buddy, buddy. I put in my order 20 minutes ago. Where is my food? I know this place was closed for a year, but God, did he forget to make a fucking omelet? This place sucks now. Um, but yeah, I still really feel seen, but it's like, it's just different. Anyway, um, yeah, um, I've been getting a lot of horoscopes in my feed. I don't know what that is. Does anybody know what that stuff is? I don't know, it's like some, it's like, I'll just get a picture, it's like a Pokemon, and it'll just say, like, Scorpio engorged. I don't know what that means, or it'll just be like a picture of, like, Dick Cheney, and he'd be like, Pisces is being waterboarded. And then some guy will just run by, and he'd be like, hey, man, there's two Geminis trying to break into my fourth house. Anyway, never mind. Um, <laughs> I don't know what any of that stuff means. I don't know what to do with it. So, I'm still confused. Um, anyway, way over here, I thought... If I die in surgery, how are they going to get the money? Who are they going to call? Ghostbusters? Anyway, sorry. That was me riding my bike over here this earlier. Um, all right, I'll try one more bit, and then I'll get out of your hair because I'm extremely tired. Um, uh, I'm a real history buff. Um, you might not know that about me, but I am. And um, I was reading a book the other day, and in it, it said when Abraham Lincoln was shot, in they emptied out the contents of his pockets, and he had a wallet full of Confederate money. So, like, the Confederacy had their own money, I guess, but then it doesn't seem like you'd need it because you're the president of the union. Anyway, so it got to thinking, like, why would Abraham Lincoln have a pocket full of Confederate money? It's just, like, so weird. But I think I'm just people are just kind of overthinking it. It's probably just because... He wasn't expecting to die. Like, he didn't go, uh, like, to the movies that night or whatever, thinking he was going to get stabbed by that men's rights activist or whatever it was. It's like, he just didn't expect to die. He's probably just going to use the money. Like, that's why you have money in your wallet. He's probably going to use the money. Like, maybe he's just going to go to the South. Like, he just roll up on some guy like, Why, hello there. It's me, Abraham Lincoln. I'll take a basket of your finest Georgia peaches, please. I can tell from your sign there. That you're cash only. Well, I can certainly accommodate that. Pull out his money like, what's that? You can't accept this loser money. Well, better luck next time, hillbilly. Anyway, I don't know how to end that joke, but uh, it's true. He really had the money. I don't know what, what he's doing with it. Anyway, thanks, guys. Marcello, everyone. Yay. Two comics left. We can do it. You're all amazing. We're hanging in. It's been the Joke Workshop. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Julio Mario. Yay. I saw you.
Um, so a lot of people would say that like dating a chola is a red flag. Not always though. Sometimes it's a blue flag. <laughs> uh, so I was uh, applying for this job the other day. They asked me like a m million questions like about my character. It's like strongly agree, strongly disagree. Turns out they they based my personality off it. You should have just asked what time I was born. That would have told you my zodiac moon rising. That would have gave you all the information. <laughs> um, <coughs> people ask me what I do for work. I like call people for like eight hours a day. And uh, like, oh, call center? Not California unemployment. <laughs> um, so, the, uh, um, so ghost shows, you know, ghost hunter shows. You know, if you have like a ghost in your house and you want them to shut up, just put it on that show. And it's like, all right, all right I'll leave you alone. This is my shit. Because there's like a hot ghost on there or something. <laughs> they want to see her. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't come prepared, and I don't have my shit written on my phone. So, how's everybody doing? <laughs> 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 uh, fucking, um, oh, Netflix. Netflix originals, guys. Y'all notice that Netflix originals, or it always reminds you of something else, so it can't be that original. It's, it's easy formula. You just take two movies and then put like a lead black actor in the ghetto, put him in the ghetto, and boom. Like, you know, like that movie Project Power. It's just X-Men and Limitless with Jamie Foxx. And then there's Bright, it's just Will Smith, and it's like Lord of the Rings and cop drama. You know what I mean? Netflix originals. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Mess suck to like be deaf and use like the um the subtitles on like YouTube or something. Cause it's like never never accurate. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Shit doesn't make any sense. You know, subtitles is just like somebody got the uh voice to text. Somebody got real lazy and just held up their iPhone to the shit. Like, here, just fucking translate it for me. Like, oh, hacked it. Yeah. So I want to tell this joke because uh, this guy is white and he loves history because all white people love history. Because they, uh, they they think they're Nicolas Cage, you know, trying to crack codes and shit. And they're like, they're like looking through dusty books like, there's got to be a way to get slavery back, you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's our manifest destiny. You know? Because doesn't manifest destiny sound like the whitest music you've ever heard? Like, like Swedish fucking heavy metal and shit. Like, manifest you know, like that's the whitest shit. And then if they got the white women, they love a uh, manifest Destiny's Child. They're like, uh, they're like, uh, your land will take it if you don't like it. You're gonna work harder and leave no survivors. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I think it's my time. Uh, okay. Julio Mario, everyone. That was lovely. You got a stride at the end. Your last comedian of the night. Put your hands together for Cade Burkham. Yay. Um, 
yeah, I'm just going to improv this one. Thanks for, or yeah, just preemptive. Thanks for staying. I think. Um, uh, here's a, yeah, this is a good one. Um, I'm sure none of you have heard it. Uh, so like up dog, right? I'm sure everyone's always been like, oh, I know that. I know that joke, right? But uh, just whoever's saying the up dog joke, just give it to them. That's a cry for help. They just want, they just want someone to ask how they're doing. It's like Chris Beasley, right? It's like Chris, man. She's gone. She, she wasn't an ass woman. You don't have ass. I was just saying. You're an ass man. She was not an ass woman. That's the joke. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't actually seen you. You didn't really turn around up here. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, uh, so, oh, so I heard some gentrification jokes. Um, and those are, those are funny, right? Because I'm white. I don't no, but uh, it smells like laundry here. That's why I moved here, because I only have dirty laundry in my room. So I, I only go towards things that I can't smell. Yeah. Um, that's why I, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, what's it called? Uh, the horoscopes and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, some people ask me, like, what I am, right? And uh, I always tell them straight up. Because I'm more interested in what the actual like signs are, so I'll tell them I'm, I'm actually half half fish, half goat, and they just think I'm an asshole. And I'm like, that's what a fucking Capricorn is. It's a half fish, half goat, right? No one knows that. Yeah, see, no, everyone just wants to know the manifest destiny part. But I'm actually more interested in the mythology. I'm just saying, I don't just want to know how a, a goat fucked a fish, and then you got a dope ass mermaid. You know, I don't know. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's see what else. Um, I'm I'm bisexual. I say that to my parents because it's just it's like a shorter conversation than just saying I'm gay. Um, it's pretty easy. It's I'm like I'm like half gay, half right. But no, I think I'm just full gay. I just don't want to talk about the, the the dick and the butt stuff with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> to be totally honest, see he's he's straight. That's why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I, th I, t I said this one earlier, uh, another open mic, but I just want to revisit it because I actually didn't have enough time to explore it, just like my sexuality. Uh, yeah, my friend, I hadn't seen my friend in a while, and they said, like, you know, how you doing? And, uh, of course, my, my first, I hadn't seen him in a while, so I was like, <laughs> well, dude, I'm, I'm gay now, so I guess I was before, but I just thought you should know that. Um. And he's pretty straight. He went straight for the uh, the uh, baseball uh, metaphor by asking me if I'm if I'm if I pitch or if I'm a catcher. That's quick. Wow. Well, I told him I don't I don't play baseball, um, so that's true. Um, also, I just thought that was weird for him to uh, make the metaphor of uh, an athlete throwing a baseball at 90 miles per hour at a catcher, making that metaphor, comparing that to a guy putting his erect penis into someone's butt, but I feel like they're a little different. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I don't go 90 miles per hour, maybe like 30 miles per hour. I don't know. I've never measured it. <laughs> uh, there's balls involved, though, and there's sticks, and there's all that, wooden sticks and et cetera. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to turn on being funny, I think. It's really hard to turn on being funny. You know, you, I, I, you've all been to a zoo, right? 
Yeah, right. And it's like, you know, that one animal you want to come out, it just never does. Um, unless it's going to, like, you know, unless it's probably masturbating or throwing its shit, but I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> um, I'm just, yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, I'm not going to anyway. <laughs> For me, I don't want to. But, uh, no, I mean, I guess unless you throw a baby in there, right, the monkey will go, like, uh, that, you know what's crazy is if I were, you know, I'm, I'm a descendant of a monkey. And if I were that monkey, I would not go towards that baby. I can't handle a baby. You know, that's crazy. I feel like also in that case, did, did a zookeeper leave like Tarzan on o- o- overnight when they left? And then what monkey would ever want to go take care of a baby that's not, that's not his? I don't know. It's crazy to me. Um, but Tarzan's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ah, well, that's that's probably that's my time. Thank you so much. Yay! That was the joke workshop. Yay! Um, that's how the joke workshop works. So yeah, um, come back every week. You can always listen to our past episodes. I've been doing this for seven years, and they're all there on the internet under the joke workshop index. And the first eight people all get comments, and then we just have an open mic, just like tonight. And it was super fun. And thank you all for staying till the end. I'll be I, everyone's tagged on Facebook, and I'll tag the podcast so you can listen and hear your jokes and hear the comments and all that kind of stuff but it was really lovely I think everyone had really great I had a really great time thanks so much for being here thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio Uh, we're here um, Friday for the contest from 6 to 8 and then also Mutiny Radio presents shows all weeks long all weeks long and uh, check out soon the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival applications are open now until August 31st and then the shows will all be October 10th through 16th at right now we have seven venues so it's going to be crazy it's going to be here at Mutiny Radio but also at Milk Bar OMG Asiento the bar at Dolores um, Atlas Cafe SF and there's one more oh well that's so many I just my brain isn't that big all right we'll see you guys next time bye Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. Daryl? Well, I mean, you ever want to be 
Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Let's watch I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. really good time. Flat black glass. Looking big splits and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. I am a and I will cut Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
song is called Acid and Fapping. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Yep, 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 it's, um, it's Bughouse Square. 
It's uh, it's not Tuesday or six o'clock. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? 